0: The Jack Coleman Experience, episode number two. You say caveman like it's a bad thing. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Jack Coleman Experience. I am your host, Jack Coleman, and I am happy to be your neighbor for the next few minutes. Before we get started, as my main man, Tim Ferriss, would say, we are in a review economy. So if you like what you hear from the podcast, please subscribe. Please write us a review. That's the way that it's going to move up the charts inside of your uh, podcast vehicle and allow other people to find it. Uh, also, when you write a review, it's going to allow us to look at the content that you're getting and let us know if you're getting the content that you want, so that way we can make changes and shift, so that way we can give you the content that you're looking for. So uh, anyway, we look forward to seeing your feedback, and uh, let's, uh, let's get on with the podcast. So now I said at the beginning of our uh, introduction podcast, or at the end of our introduction podcast, that this next one was going to be real estate heavy. Well, I changed my mind. Now, the reason I did that is I wanted to make sure we set the tone for the adventure that we are now embarking on. Uh, I wanted to use this time to talk about a success mindset. Uh, and really, a mindset that's needed uh, in order to be successful in any business. But particularly, uh, it's a mindset that's important when you're an entrepreneur or self-employed. But I will tell you that even the, the most quote-unquote employed people, CEOs, Uh, doctors, presidents, lawyers, whatever, uh, these folks are all out there with a success mindset if they truly are making stuff happen in their industry. Now, they're going to call it different things when you talk to them. They're going to call it burning the midnight oil. They're going to call it hustle, burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, I've heard it called chopping wood. It really doesn't matter what you call it. It's all the same. For me, I call it a caveman mentality. Like I said before, all successful people have it. All successful people. But for the self employed, it is an absolute gotta have because if you don't have a success mentality, if you don't have a plan and a reason to go out every day and attack, then you're not gonna eat. Okay? Um, So think about it. When you think about a caveman, here's exactly what we know we know they were hunters and gatherers. They couldn't sit in their cave and expect food to come to them uh, because at the end of the day, if something got in the cave, it was probably gonna be them being the food. Um, So, And that was never a good thing for the caveman, right? So what did the caveman have to do? He had to leave the cave, he had to go crack dinner in the head, he had to drag it back home and whip it up into Brano burgers, or Brano ribs, or Brano stew for that matter. Whatever it was, he had to whip it up. Now the cavemen that were truly successful ate really well, and that's where our ancestors came from, right? Now the ones that didn't? well. If they didn't eat well, then guess what they did? They slowly starved out and they died. And that's what happens figuratively uh, in business, in the business world, in the entrepreneurial world. If you don't have a success mindset, you're going to shrivel up. You're not going to make it and you're going to die out of the business and you're going to go do something else. Um, Whether or not you're going to be successful in that, it's going to be totally up to you. But the only way you're going to do that is to change your mental outlook on the way things happen. So stick with me when we talk about this success mindset. How does being a caveman relate to that? So, Any successful person in business goes out and works hard. There's nobody out there that, well, that's not true. So let me make sure I'm very clear. The most successful people work hard, it is what it is. There's never anybody that you are looking at that's hyper successful that have they have not gone out and worked for everything that they have. Um, now when they're working for somebody else, um, they work as long as they need as as long as necessary until they succeed. You know, Les Brown said and I love the quote, it's not over till I win. So I'm not going to quit until I win until I'm successful. So if they're working for somebody else, they're trading their time for money. So somebody's giving them money for their skill sets and their paycheck will reflect their effort. Make sure you understand that. Their paycheck reflects their effort. Now, if their effort is slack, the good news for them is they're going to get paid until the boss finally makes a decision that he's done with that, and he's not going to pay him any longer. The crazy successful people are able to leverage that. They're able to leverage the hard work that they're getting from somebody else, and they're able to keep getting after it. And sometimes they'll work like crazy and continue to climb the ladder until they're at the top. And when they're at the top, they look around, they survey where they are, and then, you know, I've got a lot of kids, like we talked about before, it's kind of like Bloat on Finding Nemo. When they get to the top, he has to look around and say, now what? So uh, what's the pros for working for somebody else, especially when you're a caveman? Well, you know, one of the primary things that a caveman needed was safety. So if you've got, uh, if you're working for somebody else, it's safe for the most part. You can become trusted as you become more comfortable, and the people around you will become more comfortable. The only downside to that piece is with comfort comes, uh, 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 I was going to say conformity. That's not the right word. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, With comfort comes just a a general sitting back and and taking everything in. I wish I could have thought of that word off the top of my head, but I can't. Um, But, you know, when you're working for somebody else, you continue to grow your portion until it's maxed out. So you get benefits. You get the benefits of running a small business or a big business without the financial risk associated with running a business. So it's safe from that perspective. So, again, one of the main drawbacks for this is that you only eat what the chief gives you. Okay, so your salary, your benefits, your bonuses, all that stuff's going to eventually max out because at the end of the day, you're only portioned a certain cut of everything that you bring in. Um, then, at, when you're maxed out, you either accept your lot in life or you move along to another tribe. Um, and, and sometimes you don't have a choice in moving along. If you have a down cycle, you make a mistake, you lose a client. So, most of the time, supervisors and bosses and owners. They're only going to take so much before they have to move on and let you go. And some of them, that trigger is very quick. So uh, that's one of the disadvantages. And then what do you do? Well, you do the same thing you do if you're super successful and you get to the top of the heap and you want more. uh, Sometimes you have to move along and start all over again. And, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing when you start over with someone else because your portion could get a little bigger and, you know, if you were really good at your job and did things really well, then you may get a little bit more money. But too often and more often than not, when somebody falls, they end up having to start all over. And that's a, that can be a challenge, especially when you're used to a particular lifestyle. So your portion gets smaller, uh, and then you have to either adjust your lifestyle or you got to do more. And that goes back to that success mindset. If you have to do more because your portion is smaller, you still have to have that same portion. So... Uh, you know, that's kind of the, uh, the mindset of making sure that you do everything you can to be successful. It's not over till you win. So let's think about the caveman that's an entrepreneur. Um, they're just like that other guy. They are going out, they're busting their butt, they're running their business. But with that reward comes 100% of the risk. When they leave the cave, they can't slack. If they, can't, uh, if they don't have a successful hunt, they will starve. If they go out in a day, I I like to tell people when I wake up every morning, I'm unemployed. I have to go out and find clients. I have to go out and find people that I can work for in order to help meet their needs. There's nobody going to give them a part of their portion. At the end of the day, you know, everybody's got a certain portion. And if you're not working for somebody else, nobody has any motivation to give you something. Um, No matter the political climate, eventually when things run out, it runs out. So uh, every day you have to wake up with the mindset that there is no plan B. If you don't kill that Bronto, you don't eat. And that just is what it is. And that's the major drawback for for being an entrepreneur is there is no room for failure. Every bit of the risk is yours. If you don't make money on that day or in that month or in that period, then how are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to pay your mortgage? Um, how are you going to pay for insurance premiums? What are you going to do if, if you are not successful? You can't really fake it till you make it either. Because at the end of the day, when you're in a position working for somebody else, you have an opportunity to learn. And sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. When you're working on your own, that's only going to go a certain amount of time um, until somebody kind of, they don't want to work with you. Um, another drawback is your portion's always going to start small. When you go out and work for yourself, you're going to start with that smaller portion, um, and as you get big, as you grow and get better at what you're doing, your portion is going to grow, and that's one of the advantages. I don't want to jump and skip, but that's an advantage because you know a lot of times when you're an entrepreneur, your portion is almost unlimited uh, based on what your performance is. Um, so you got to make sure that you're getting better at your trade, so your portion is going to grow, and. Everything you do at that point becomes about growing your business, and it becomes about your business. Because if you're not growing your business, you don't get an opportunity to learn more, become better, and grow your portion. Um, You can't have a slack day. Um, Even on the days off, I'm not saying you can't have days off, but when you're out and and you take the kids to the beach or or you're out doing something, you got to make sure that your phone is still operating. And I'm not saying that if you're watching a movie with your family to get up and go take a call, but you certainly want to respond to that call. Hey, can I call you back? So, you know, having that mindset that you don't have any off days until you win, that's important. That's one of the biggest reasons that most businesses fail is they're not willing to make the commitment to do everything that they can do and do whatever it takes to be successful. Um, So, you know, you got to make sure that when you're, when you're wanting to be an entrepreneur, you look at these drawbacks to, to make sure that, that you understand everything that's coming at you. Um, even the financial pieces, you know, it's expensive to work for yourself. And we're going to talk about that uh, when we talk about getting involved in real estate. You know, businesses are not cheap to open, operate, and run. You've got to be prepared for all the costs associated with it. And sometimes, like we're doing, you got to jump in and go all in and do everything you can to begin with. And, and it's not easy, but you can do it. Because if you set your mind to to knowing that there is no plan B, I've got to make this happen, then you're going to be successful. So then the question comes out is why would anyone ever, ever, ever want to work for themselves? It's because of what I said a minute ago. It's because you can control your portions. The truly successful, success-driven they're pulling so many different levers and they're, they're going out and they're leveraging different relationships and plugging into different people so they can learn. The goal is to have the freedom to operate your cave without somebody else telling you and taking and distributing your dinosaur. Your kill, right? You go out and you make a million bucks. It should be up to you after you pay your expenses what you do with that money so that way you can be successful. If I kill a brano, Bron- I want to dole it out as I see fit. That's one of the biggest reasons I'm doing what I'm doing. I can do more with the whole of my parts than I can with the... I can do more with the whole than I can with the parts. Um, so with my own business, I can direct my portion. A very good example of that is Rifka and I, one of the things that's super important to us is education, but we're taking it in a different way. We both have college degrees, four-year degrees from universities. I think we're pretty smart people. I know she's smart. For me, it's questionable. But at the end of the day, being able to go out and help other people find a way. So for us, we are wanting to help people go into the trades. You know, tradesmen are getting older and older, and we're not backfilling those jobs. And frankly, if we don't get more plumbers, we're going to be in some deep stuff. Literally. In the future. So we've spent a long time trying to teach our kids to work with their minds and not with their hands, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, what we've allowed to have happen is we're not going out and helping those kids that really don't have a whole lot of other options and choices learn how to be entrepreneurs, learn how to go in the business for themselves. Because frankly, I know a lot of guys that are plumbers, I know a lot of guys that are electricians that they make pretty good money. Um, so what we want to do is set up a scholarship fund to help kids go out and get their HVAC certifications to go out and become electricians become plumbers uh, become air conditioning technicians do the things that they need to do and help break cycles of poverty in certain areas because nobody's helping those kids move forward that's what we want to do for me to be able to do that I have to be able to direct my portion and direct a portion of my portion no pun intended to the, to the direction that I want it to go into so that way I can help the most people. Uh, that's what makes it go for us. So, you know, besides the fact of, of taking care of our family, making sure that we help young men and young women achieve their goals is an awesome, awesome responsibility that we all really should have our hands in. So let's get, back to, let's get back to our topic and let's talk about what I talked about earlier when I mentioned that the hyper-successful caveman eats really well. Um, because what he does is he, he, the hyper successful caveman, by the way, real quick, can we really say caveman anymore? Is that politically correct? Comment. Leave us a note. Is it politically correct to say caveman anymore? Or does it have to be a cave person? Now, when I asked Rifka, she said she'll allow it, so we're gonna go with it. So, uh, but we'd love to hear what you have to say about it. But, but in any case, the hyper successful K man eats really well, and it's because he surrounds himself with people that are on the same mission, people that are just like him, and that those people is what that. Excuse me, those people are what we call a tribe. Um, and I like to say it's mentors. It's peer mentorship. It's having people that are successful around you help you learn things. And then you taking that same information and teaching other people or even things that you're good at that they may not be good at, helping mentor them along the way. Yeah, I think it was Gary Keller that said it. I'm not 100% sure where I heard it. But I think it was Gary Keller. He said, success leaves footprints. Success leaves footprints. Well, so does Failure. OK, so make sure uh, the, the other thing I said, and I don't know where this came from, but I've heard it several times. You are the sum total of the five people that you hang out with the most. So if you're following the wrong people's footsteps, you can see the direction they're going in. You can see if they're successful, if they're living the lifestyle that you want to live. If you're following the wrong people, it's time to move on. If you're following the right people and they're they're helping you along the way, they're helping you get better. They're helping you grow your portion. Stick with them. Learn. But the most important, the most important part of that is to make sure that you surround yourself that are out there trying to help you get better. Um, You know, mentors teach others, and then in turn they are taught. The best way to learn is to teach, and the best way to teach is to learn. So uh, you know, cavemen don't survive by hoarding their spoils, and they don't survive by hoarding their knowledge. If they wanted to bring down a woolly mammoth, one guy couldn't do it. He had to go out and get others. One gal couldn't do it either. They had to go out and get others. They had to go out and and, and attack from all different angles so that way they could bring home the most meat and they could bring home the, the, the spoil so that way they could be warm. Um, the survivors, they create more by working on the common goal. So I think that's super important. That's so, so very important is to make sure that you surround yourself with people on the same mission as you, be a mentor and have some mentors. I can't, I can't stress that enough. So super important. Um, I'm going to switch gears before we end the podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that part of it. I hope you go out and be a caveman. But the other thing I want to talk about is R-A-O-C, Random Acts of I'm sorry. <laughs> R-A-O-K, Random Acts of Kindness. Uh, it's not C, it's K. R-A-O-K, Random Acts of Kindness. So one of the things that I'm going to challenge everybody to do is share random acts of kindness but this is the trick i don't want you to share what you've done to be kind to people because if you share what you're doing to be kind to people are you really just doing it as a random act of kindness or are you doing it so you can get your selfie stick out and make sure that everybody can see you doing it um we believe that if you go out and you do good things for people Good things come back. That's the universal law of attraction. Positive attitudes bring back positive results. Positive behaviors equal positive behaviors back. So at the end of the day, when you're going through Starbucks or your coffee place today, pay for the next guy's coffee. Uh, If you're in line at Chick-fil-A, which we absolutely love, pay for some chicken for somebody. The person behind you, pay for their order. Do things that are kind. Hold the door. Give out an umbrella. Um, Talk to a little kid. You know, that doesn't seem like it's a random act of kindness, but when a little four or five-year-old gets your undivided attention while they're talking to you, don't be weird about it. But if, if a kid's talking to you, acknowledge him. Be nice. Be kind. Kindness is free. That's the other the, one of the things we try to tell our kids all the time. Number one, kindness is free. Number two, if you're going to be great at anything, try to be great at being kind. So be on the lookout for that. Hashtag R-A-O-K random acts of kindness i'm looking forward to hearing back from you guys all this that you're going to be able to share because i think that's going to be really cool and be really fun all right so now that's the podcast for today i hope you enjoyed it that's the most important part for me is to make sure that you're getting stuff out of it and uh like i said before like and subscribe uh and review for us um we want to know if we're doing a good job at the end of the day you know uh I guess I say that a lot at the end of the day. Uh, Feedback is the breakfast of champions. So we want to make sure that we get as much feedback as we can. um, So that way we're able to give you exactly what you want. So don't forget to go out and and follow us on our other social media platforms. Go out, find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Jack Coleman Experience. We're going to be launching our YouTube channel, the Jack Coleman Experience. Look for the first video on that today, hopefully. Uh, or whenever you listen to the podcast, go out and find it. Um, we are we're really excited about the direction that we're moving into, uh, and and what the YouTube channel is going to give us the opportunity to do is for you to see exactly what we're doing while we're out and about in the Charlotte area, um, and kind of introduce you to everything that we do. You know, if you follow us on Instagram, you're going to see where we went out to South End and and uh, spent some time at a couple of local breweries and. Uh, had some donuts and, and just did a, had a real good time. Took pictures on the confetti wall here in Charlotte. Just a real awesome time with family because that's ultimately why we do everything we do is to make memories with our family. So, uh, anyway, uh, no matter what you do this week, guys, uh, whether you're going out to start practicing being a caveman by by hoarding up supplies or not hoarding up supplies, but but knocking dinner in the head, or, or whether you're just going to be hunting and gathering out of the refrigerator, uh, gathering snacks, uh, I hope you have a great week. Don't forget to be the neighbor that you want to be and that you want to have, um, and most importantly practice those random acts of kindness. It's going to be so awesome and you're going to it's going to make you feel so much better about everything that you go through on the daily when you know that you've impacted somebody's life personally. So anyway, I appreciate you tuning into the Jack Coleman experience and we will talk to you again next time. Bye-bye now.